Hello, and welcome to the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. I am Mark, surprise, surprise, and today we have another Mike Millard Master Recording, and it is Jethro Tull, April 6th, 1977, at the Anaheim Convention Center. It's um, We've already done one show that he had uh, recorded, I think, in January of that year, from the Song of the Wood Tour, Songs from the Wood Tour. And we've got another one because Jethro Tull is awesome and Mike loved Jethro Tull. And these captures are just top notch. You can't go wrong with them. So, Mo Jethro Tull, Songs of the Wood Tour. They, uh, this is in the beginning of their little foray, foray in the, for the remainder of the 70s into more folk rock. Jesus, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Marble Mouth, folk rock, as opposed to the hard rock stuff and the prog that they had done earlier. Still there, but this is more more pastoral, more acoustic, more medieval in places. And um, it's good, right? Jethro Tull was tremendously huge in the 70s. They did not make the the transfer into the 80s very well, because once the 80s hit, Ian Anderson made a giant sea change, another sea change with the sound of Jethro Tull, and went from British, English, medieval folk rock to <laughs> more electronic. And uh, that's, a, that's a bridge too far for most folks. But top-notch band, top-notch songwriter, Ian Anderson, brilliant lyricist, brilliant singer, even. For what he does, magnificent. So... There we have it. This is a Mike Millard Master, I believe. Let me double check that. I don't think it's a first gen. Millard Master. Yes, it is. Which, if you are new to this podcast or new to the recordings of Mike Millard, um, he's noteworthy because he made some of the best audience recordings of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. He really, really took care to get great quality captures he used a Nakamichi tape deck and a custom battery pack and AKG mics, and he would scope out and experiment so he knew the best spots in each venue in the L.A. area to get the best sound. And then he used his connections because his recordings are highly treasured, and plus he greased some palms to get the best seats when possible. And these recordings sound ridiculously good ridiculously good in many cases they rival a professional live recording because you're hearing exactly what you hear and in many cases limitations in the sound are in fact simply limitations in the sound system in the venue or the shitty acoustics of a venue etc so these are really noteworthy and it's just really um exceptionally exceptionally cool that the gems j-e-m-s group is curating, restoring, and distributing for free these recordings, many of which were thought lost. Mr. Millard, unfortunately, passed away in 94, I think, 94 or 95, and it was thought, it was rumored, word on the street was, that he had destroyed his tapes or ordered his tapes destroyed because he was notoriously protective of them. He knew what he had, and he hated bootleggers, bootleggers being someone who would take a recording and then sell it on on record or tape. 
He was fine with trading. And when he would trade, he would mark the tapes. He would put a tiny little flaw, a little dropout or a little distortion or a little whoop or something in a certain part of the tape so that if it was in fact bootlegged later on, he could go back and see which one of the slimy motherfuckers he traded with did it. Very clever. But because of that, we until recently only had access to, at best, first generation copies of his master tape. Still phenomenal quality because A, he used tremendous equipment. He took tremendous care in transferring, so it was the best transfer possible, but it would still be marked, and it's it's still one generation removed. There is still one veil between the listener and the actual master recording. That all changed with the Gems Trade Group. Um, basically, it, it's a long story. You can read it in the uh, notes for the recording. If you if you decide to download it, but basically, um, yes, they Mike Millard's master recordings, most of them at least, have been found and accounted for, along with a huge slew of first gens. And this group, once a week, every Saturday, drops a new recording. And what a diversity of talent! We have jazz stuff like Return to Forever, Chick Corea, Joni Mitchell. Um, Soft stuff like James Taylor, prog stuff like Rick Wakeman, just regular old rock stuff like Kansas and Thin Lizzy and Queen and Rod Stewart, Jethro Tull, Led Zeppelin, of course, Uh, everybody. And it is David Bowie, all incredible quality. So God bless him for that, for capturing these guys at their peak and basically encapsulating, making a hologram of a place and time. So blessings be upon him, Mr. Saint Mike Millard. All right. That should have eaten up enough time. That's an intro. We are going to open with skating away on the thin ice of a new day because I love that song. Here we go. April 6th, Anaheim, California. Jethro Tull, Heart of Markness. We've got marimba for us all now in this song, which takes place, incidentally, in the dim and distant past. In fact, so long ago that it's very nearly in the year one. Put your 
Well, do you ever get the feeling that the story's too damn real and in the present tense? Such a good line. Love that song. Love that song. Love that song. So pretty. Which is why I featured it. I think I did it in the last uh, Jethro Tell as well. So apologies for the redundancy. But as I said, I love that song. We love these subs. Remember back in the 90s, the Quiznos subs ad with those weird sock puppet things? We love these subs. For they are good to us. The Quiznos subs. 
They are fresh and they are crunchy. They are warm because they toast them. Bum, 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 bum. They got a pepper bar. What's that have to do with Jethro Tull? Not a goddamn thing, sir. Just uh, popped up in me noggin as I was talking. Well, let us move along then, shall we? How many accents are you going to do? As many as it takes, friend. As many as it takes. All right. Moving along. Good old Jeffro Tull. The next song I have selected for you is, in fact, a medley of two songs. Or a conflation aha, of two songs. We're going to do Wind Up which is um, one of the last songs on the Aqualung album, When I Was Young. That song. And they sent me out to school and taught me how not to play the game. And then Backdoor Angels, which I know, but I cannot recall off the top of my head. So it's wind up into Backdoor Angels, a nice little medley as a sort of thing. And it's great. And the sound quality is insanely good. So... If you haven't, like I did with the Kinks show a few back, one of the things this podcast aims to do, aside from preserving and evangelizing this great live music that was recorded by us for us, um, is to kind of give a gentle reminder to we, you know, most of us listening, most of the people listening are uh, my age or older, you know? going from the mid-40s to the mid-60s into the 70s. And there's a lot of bands maybe we don't listen to as much anymore. And this is a kind of a gentle reminder that, hey, Jethro Tull has a, first of all, a huge amount of albums. And even if all of them won't be for for your liking, you know, just remember they're there. You can get on YouTube, you can get on Spotify, Pandora, whatever, iTunes, whatever you listen to. Spotify is a great thing. If you don't have Spotify premium, it's totally worth 10 bucks a month not to have the ads. And then you get everything in the universe, essentially, at your fingertips, at your demand. So, at your command, rather. So, yeah, listen to Jethro Tull, War Child, Songs from the Wood, Aqualung, Thick as a Brick. Oh, shit. Stand Up, is that one of them? I'm running out of them. Songs from the Wood, Stormbringer. Battle Axe and the Beast, something like that. A, the, the weird electronic one. There's a lot of shit to listen to, and they're really good. And if you go far enough back in Jethro Tull, their guitarist was Tony Iommi. That's right. So, all right. Let's listen to Wind Up into Backdoor Angels, shall we? Let's enjoy it, friends. Again, April 6th, 1977, Anaheim, California.
This really is a good show, and it, it flows nicely. Jethro Tull apparently really knew how to pace their concerts. I enjoy this. I think I'm going to listen to the whole thing while I do my uh, Sunday stuff, the chores and the chores and the chores necessary to get ready for another week. <sighs> what next? Ah, all that stuff. First of all, Thank you to Picard, who is who was the person who left the review for me that I mentioned in Thursday's podcast. Folks, reviews are the cheapest, easiest, most tangible way that you can benefit the podcast. And that's just go to whatever platform you're on. If you're listening on YouTube, drop a thing on YouTube. If if you're on Apple or, or whatever, just anywhere where you can leave a review, one star, five stars, whatever, it really helps. It raises the, I mean, you hear this on other podcasts too, because it's true. It raises the relevance and the algorithms. I am not quite as high in the Led Zeppelin searches as I would like to be. Um, I'm weighed down by the fact that I have an explicit tag because sometimes they say fuck. So you guys can help offset that with um, with a review. I don't even think it needs to be a good review. It just shows that there's more interaction, that there's more relevance, and then more people can hear. So that would be greatly appreciated. And you can also find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under the Gnome de Plume. Heart of Markness. You can find my website, heartofmarkness.com, which is where I post the links to these shows. You'll be able to go to heartofmarkness.com and get the link to this entire concert, which, while I have you here, let me read you the set list. 
All right, friends, for this show, which again, April 6th, 1977, Anaheim, they open with Wondering Aloud, and then into Skating Away, Jack in the Green, Thick as a Brick, Songs from the Wood, Conundrum, To Cry You a Song, A New Day Yesterday, Velvet Green, Hunting Girl, Too Old to Rock and Roll, Beethoven's Ninth, Minstrel in the Gallery, Cross-Eyed Mary, Aqualung, A Guitar Solo, Wind Up and Backdoor Angels, and then they close with, or maybe encore with, Locomotive Breath and Damn Busters March, and then back into Backdoor Angels to close it all out. Some good stuff. That is available at hardamarktis.com. And while you're there, you will see a banner link to Patreon. If you like what I do and you like how I do it, consider becoming a patron. I just did a patron-only episode a few nights ago of some really cool stuff that only the patrons get to hear. You don't get to hear it. Um, so yeah, if there's something there that interests you, take a look. You are greatly appreciated. And these are the current titans upon whose shoulders rests the Heart of Markness podcast. So a laurel and hearty handshake go out to Picard. Thank you, sir. Welcome. Knegarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Mark, Other David, Bonzo, Billy, and of course, Mimo. And of course, none of this would be possible without our patron emeritus, Jeremy, who provided the microphone through which I speak and the microphone logo avatar that you see on most, not all, of the podcasts. Thank you, Jeremy. Love you, brother. All right. Well, there we go. But um, but um, bump, bump. Back to the music. Back to the music. Bum, 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 bum. Back to the music. All right. We're gonna do this locomotive breath. Damn busters march. Backdoor angels. Close out. Cause locomotive breath is a great fucking song, and we gonna hear it. Okay. All right. Thank you, friendos. Let us. Let us pray. Now, let us... Why is... Hmm. I just realized I'm recording in 32-bit. Poor K. Oh, that's weird. Huh. 4432. That's a weird one. Maybe that's what it always is. I thought it was 4416. Whatever. It sounds good, and it'll play. All right, friendos. Here we go. The finale of the Jethro Tell Show. Enjoy it. I command you.
Oh, <laughs> oh,
My friends, that's all I'm going to play for you today. That's all. A taste, that's enough. And if you'd like this show, as I said earlier, you'll be able to get it from heartofmarkness.com. If you don't see it, it's because I haven't put it up there yet. It is noon, one minute before noon on Sunday, May 23rd, 2021, because this podcast will last forever. Um, if you don't see it, just give it, just give it time. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it up today. <laughs> All right, friendos. Thank you very, very much for listening. Hope I brought some novelty and enjoyment to your day. Hope somebody out there was like, holy shit, I got to give Jethro Tull a listen. Or holy shit, I forgot how awesome Jethro Tull was and I got to go back and revisit. That's the whole goal. Bringing joy and joy and joy. So enjoy. Ha! All right, friends. I will be back Thursday with a Led Zeppelin podcast. Probably part two of SN73, unless uh, unless I can get my hands on the Minneapolis bootleg, the Bloomington bootleg that just came out, soundboard. And people have them in their hands, but I don't see it online yet, so fingers crossed. Thank you, and be good to yourselves and each other.